I'm delighted today to be joined again by Matthew Joby Duvall from CoinList. Hey, Matthew, thanks for coming back. Hey, Jenna, how are you? I'm great. Um, so today, you and I are going to get into DeFi. DeFi has just become all the rage. Everybody's talking about DeFi. Um, some really interesting things are happening. Uh, I think uh, the latest figure that I saw was that the market cap is basically more than doubled. Um, over the year and is currently sitting at about $2.5 billion. Is that right? That's correct. A uh, very impressive figure. Uh, we breached a billion dollar back uh, in winter 2020 and people said, oh, you know, it's because of ETH, USD, uh, rally the ton. So actually, it's actually the same platform, the same use. Mm -hmm. uh, now it's hard to put that argument forward because ETH has been, just like Bitcoin, very stable in the last couple of months. Uh, so really this growth has been uh, spurred by two uh, projects which have taken off, Maker, has gone from a 100 million market cap to 200 million market cap, essentially allowing the stablecoin to grow. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Compound uh, has grown its asset base uh, by a couple of order of magnitude. Um, so to be completely clear, Compound, uh, you can see two different figures. You go on the website and it looks like they have $1.6 billion of assets being lent at the moment. Mm -hmm. And then you go on coin market cap and you look at it and it's only 600 million. Yeah. Uh, the reason for that is that there is a lot of self-leveraging happening on Compound, meaning you can yeah. lend and borrow from yourself and repeat that process uh, <laughs> over and over again. Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> Why not, right? Um, which, which actually leads me to uh, the point of, of uh, uh, the, that segment, which is, is there a trade here? Is there money to be made? Yeah. And when you, look at, when you look at Compound today, it's super interesting to see that borrowers are paying currently overall per day around $80,000. All the borrowers on Compound every single day are paying 80K in interest rates right mm -hmm. but at the same time they're also being paid comp tokens for borrowing on the platform and the aggregate value of that comp token being distributed is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars mm -hmm. four times more so it kind of goes to show well actually people who come on compound really come for that comp token being airdropped to them every day and not necessarily for the actual use case of the smart contract which is lending and borrowing yeah. Well, I spoke earlier with um, Nils and Downey <clears throat> about liquidity specifically. And, you know, so if you take a look at like uh, synthetics, I guess it's called, yeah, synthetics mm -hmm. um, is a, advertises infinite liquidity, right? And so you brought up uh, compound and traders being incentivized to provide liquidity via token rewards. And I asked them, you know, is, is this, um, world this DeFi space you know waiting for a fall that they don't know is about to happen you know is is this a good thing is this liquidity real um what's your view so the liquidity itself is actually verifiable that's the beauty of DeFi. you don't have to trust a market maker to tell you yeah we have a lot of liquidity you can actually see what's in the pool so mm -hmm. the concept of those liquidity pools uh being uh kind of you know Coming, coming into existence on balancer, on, uh, on, on curve, uh, are actually very, very interesting. Anybody can commit their asset to these pools and earn a revenue depending on that pool trading volume. So, if the, so for example, let's take a very simple example, a pool made of USDC and USDT, you bring in 50K USDC, 
it's swapped into USDT or part of it is swapped into USDT. And now anybody who wants to swap the asset for the other goes into the pool, puts A, gets B, and pays a trading fee for that. That trading mm -hmm. fee is split between the pool participants. So that product makes a lot of sense. It's great because it gets people who were huddling a lot of crypto to withdraw that crypto and actually put it to good use in the market. Now, of course, with the rise of, uh, you know, all these assets being taken out of these ledgers and coming into these pools, of course, the yields are going down, right? So mm -hmm. the, the actual trading fee that you earn from uh, that pool usage is close to nil. It's about, you know, 0.5%, for example, right now on a Bitcoin pool, which is very, very small. Mm -hmm. um, now, the airdrop tokens are, of course, the main appeal for these pools. But for example, Balancer and others, have a program that runs up until only the next six, seven weeks. After that, no more token. What will happen after that? Not necessarily a wave of liquidation, but the yields will be a lot less attractive. So it remains to be seen exactly what the market, where does it reprice in terms of, do you prefer to keep your tokens in your ledger, in your own safe custody, or you trust these protocols to keep handling your assets like that, despite having no yield? That's a great question. So how does the market react to things like when, you know, a automated liquidity pool like Balancer gets hacked? Right. Actually, it looks like the market is very forgiving. Uh, it, you know, those pools, some of them were hacked, but others have just continued humming along and it doesn't, yeah, the growth hasn't gone hockey stick as, as much as it could have been maybe without the hacks, but it looks like participants are just so obsessed by that idea of yield farming that they're very forgiving and uh, and just you know attracted to that new token, getting the token, selling it, and, and realizing a, a quick uh, quick buck. Okay, so what should we look look out for um, in the market over the next coming weeks and months? What what is the good trade? So I think interestingly, when the Comp token uh, was launched uh, about now a few weeks ago, um, the funding rates on FTX uh, to go short the Comp token were so negative, you know, they were a couple of percent points a day, which means that if you wanted to be short the token, you had to pay annualized something crazy, like 60 or 70%. Mm -hmm. That is not the case anymore. With the token having divided by two roughly in price since launch from 350 to currently $165. So I think Comp uh, is a bit of a victim of its success. Everybody's looking at the Comp token as the barometer to defy uh, health. Comp, it has gone down steadily every single day. It's currently at $165. The intrinsic value, which could be defined as, hey, how much money is Comp actually generating? If that value was put into the Comp tokens, how much would that be? It's around $20, $20, $30. So you still have a good amount of room there. So Comp is the number one thing you want to look at. If Comp starts really going down, it means that all those yields generating opportunities are going down as well. Is Compound going to keep the same amount of AUM in its smart contract when the airdrop doesn't work anymore, it's gonna be very, very interesting to see. The next opportunity, of course, is looking at these liquidity pools and seeing how those yields gonna hold when volume starts picking up again, because CFI is the same issue. Bitcoin is not moving, right? Implied vol, realized vol, everything is super depressing right now. What happens when things start trading again a lot and are these yields uh, you know, a good profit opportunity? It remains to be seen. Okay, great. It's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for coming back. Likewise, Jenna. Bye-bye.